Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study every single day, seven days a week, about 13, 14 minutes usually, but it keeps us in God's Word, and that helps us to stay strong in our faith, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. We encourage you to share these studies with everybody you can, help people you know in your life grow stronger in their faith, maybe help them get to heaven. You can share through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means. But make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to begin a new line of thought and study. I want to talk about drifting. Drifting. Now, have you ever gone fishing in a boat? I'm not talking about a great big fishing boat, but I'm talking about maybe a bass boat or some, you know, smaller boat that, that people, you know, own on their own and they go out and now and then they go on a lake or they go in a river and they start, you know, fishing from the boat. What do you need to have with you for sure if you want to fish from a boat in open water? You need an anchor. You say, why do you need an anchor? Because if you don't have an anchor to anchor that boat down to the spot you're fishing from, and especially if you're, you're, you find that you're, the fish are biting right there, then the tide in some cases, if you're in open water, maybe, you know, uh, in a river or whatever, or the current is, is going to be more likely because you're probably going to be fishing just on a river or a lake, uh, the current is going to start to move your boat away from that spot. And you can even get to the point where 20 minutes or so, you look, you look back, where am I? Where, how did I get over here? I was 50 yards down the, down the bank there when I started fishing. Well, if your boat is not anchored, then the current, and if you're, say, out in the open waters of the ocean someplace, you know, and maybe not too far out if you're not in a small boat, but there the, the tide might start moving you. But again, you know, the current, that's going to start moving your boat. Now, if you're fishing from the shore, you don't have to worry about that, obviously, because you're on solid ground. But if you're in that boat, you need to have that boat anchored. Once you find where the fish are, where they're biting, you want to stay there and keep catching those fish. But if you don't have that boat anchored, then the current is going to start, and it may be just a gradual current, but it'll start moving your boat more and more, more, farther and farther, gradually but continually away from the spot where the fish are biting. And then all of a sudden you find yourself, well, I've been here. They're not biting anymore. What happened? Then you look up, you, you check your bearings, so to speak, where you're at along the shoreline. You realize, well, I've moved 20 yards down the, down the, the bank here. No wonder they're not biting. How'd that happen? Well, your boat was not anchored. We need anchors in our lives. And the greatest anchor for life is, of course, God, Christ, the Word of God, the Bible, because that's going to help keep us on a steady course in our walk, our spiritual walk before God. Now, what's our ultimate destination that we all ought to be focused on above all else? And that's heaven, an eternal home in heaven. Well, we need to make sure that our lives are anchored in Christianity, in godliness, in God's word, in faith in God and Christ and the Holy Spirit.
We need to always be aware of our spiritual direction in life. It's easy to drift away from faithfulness, away from God, away from our Savior and Lord, Jesus Christ, and into sin. It's easy to drift into doctrinal error and outright unfaithfulness and even wickedness, and to some degree, without even realizing that we've gone off course, just like fishing from that boat without an anchor. Think about this illustration. A pilot, either of an airplane or a ship at sea, that pilot has to continually be aware of his heading, that is, his direction. Now, especially he's crossing the ocean. My wife and I recently traveled to Hawaii. That was our first time to be there. It was wonderful experience. But I had never flown over that much open water over the ocean before. It was about five or hours or so over open water. Well, there was no getting your bearings by looking at some landmarks or some mass, you know, or some city that you could pick out knowing the direction you're going. No, no, the pilot of that plane had to be checking his bearings, making sure he was always on course, because if he got a little bit off of course, then he'd miss his destination, especially when he was flying out to an island out in the middle of the ocean. Now, depending on the distance that that either plane or ship at sea would be traveling, in this case, we're talking about thousands of miles, depending on the distance that he's supposed to travel, then losing his bearing by even one degree on the compass can result in his missing his desired destination by 50 or 100 miles or even more. I used to do some target shooting. A marksman must sight in his rifle for distance, for velocity, and for direction. The velocity of the wind that may be crossing his, the path of the bullet as he's firing at his target. He has to take all of that into account. The longer his shot, the more, clo- the more those factors play on whether or not he hits the target. A little bit that his sight might be off means he misses the target maybe by quite a bit. In our spiritual life, especially, we need to be careful to not drift. You see, that, that plane can drift off target flying over the ocean. That ship at sea can drift with the tides and with the currents off of its course. And in either case, they'll miss their destination. The bullet that that marksman fires from his rifle, the wind can cause it to drift a little bit off and he misses his target, maybe by quite a bit. In our spiritual life, it is most important that make sure that we keep our sights set on God, on our Savior, on heaven. Think about these technical terms in the scriptures and what they mean. Sin, 
common word, isn't it? Not a whole lot of people use that particular word around the dinner table or when they're just in conversation with family members or friends or work associates or neighbors, but it's a common word. And we know basically what sin is means we've done something wrong in God's eyes. But the technical definition of the word sin is a missing of the mark, a missing of the mark. Now, there's another word that is used in the scriptures that is basically a synonym of that word sin, and that is transgress or transgression. And the technical understanding of that word is very similar to the first word, sin. And in the case of transgress, of transgress or transgression, you're talking about to go aside, to go beyond. In other words, it's basically the same as the word sin, a missing of the mark. Well, you don't want to get into a plane where the pilot's not paying attention to the compass and he misses the mark of the destination that you're trying to go to. You don't want to be in a ship that is being, that is being guided by the captain or whoever is guiding that vessel under the supervision of the captain who is not paying attention to the compass and the ship ends up going off in some other direction and, and again, you're, you don't get to your destination. You want to stay on course. Here is a verse of scripture that emphasizes that our spiritual life needs to be kept on course. We need to keep our sights straight. We need to keep checking the compass of God's word to make sure that we're still going in the right direction. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 1. Therefore, we must give the more earnest heed to the things we have heard, lest we drift away. Lest we drift away. Now, what happens when that pilot in that plane not paying attention? Well, he's up in the air. He's 30,000 feet or so. And that plane, and especially there's wind currents and everything, it can drift off course a little bit and end up not getting to the destination that the pilot's supposed to guide that plane to. Same thing for the ship at sea. What about if we're going through life and we're not paying attention to our spiritual compass? And that's God's word. We can end up drifting into sin, drifting into unfaithfulness to God without even realizing that we're drifting. Just like that person in that bass boat, that small fishing boat, who's fishing offshore of a river or a lake, and he's catching fish, but his boat's not anchored. And so after a while, he's not catching fish anymore. And he looks around, he realizes that his boat has drifted with the current 20 or 30 yards down shore. He's no longer where the fish are biting. But he never realized he was drifting because it was going so slow that it was beyond his perception. He just wasn't paying that close attention. A lot of people's lives drift away from God 
and into sin. We read a little bit further in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 3. How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation, which at first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed to us by those who heard him? We need to take, what does it say again? In verse 1, we must give the more earnest, that's a strong word, heed to the things we have heard, to the teachings of God's word, the teachings of Christianity, lest we drift away. When we stop paying attention, we start drifting away. We'll look a little bit further next time. Let's pray. Father in heaven, help us to stay on course. The course of faithfulness and dedication, commitment, obedience to you, Father. Help us and help us to keep from drifting away. Please be merciful with us. Please forgive us, gracious Father. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.